Welcome to Disrupting Japan, straight talk from Japan's most successful entrepreneurs. I'm Tim Romero, and thanks for joining me. Let's talk about sleep. Are you feeling tired? If you're like most workers in Japan, the US, or Europe, the answer is yes. And oddly, even if you're not feeling particularly tired, you probably won't admit to being well rested to your coworkers. We, and by we, I mean all of the developed world, we have this funny relationship with sleep. We all know, we, we all acknowledge how important sleep is. Science and personal experience have proven conclusively that our own health and performance depend on it. But for some reason, we all like to brag about how little sleep we're getting. Normally, I'd call this macho bullshit, but women seem to be every bit as bad about this as men are. We seem to consider getting a healthy amount of sleep to be some kind of luxury, or worse, as evidence of laziness. Now, there are a lot of reasons for this, and we're going to talk about them with Taka Kobayashi, the founder and CEO of Neurospace. Now, Neurospace is doing something important, but something very difficult. Taka is building a business model based on convincing companies that not only should they encourage their employees to get more sleep, but that they should pay Neurospace to help them do so. Taka's fighting against some deeply ingrained culture here, but he's making progress. And today, we'll talk about some of the unlikely partners and bedfellows he finds himself with, why so many other startups in this space have failed to achieve product market fit, and most important, what Neurospace is doing different. But you know, Taka tells that story much better than I can. So let's get right to the interview. I'm sitting here with Taka Kobayashi of Neurospace, who's a startup specializing in sleep. So thanks for sitting down with me. Thank you. What Neurospace is doing is really fascinating, but I think you can explain it better than me. So why don't you tell us a bit about what Neurospace does? Neurospace is a company focusing on technology which evaluating sleep duration and quality. And uh, sleep skill improvement program for company. I found this uh, company in 2013. The big motivation was my own serious sleep problem. You said something really interesting. You mentioned sleep as a skill. Yeah, yeah, And yeah. I, I don't think I've ever heard sleep described as a skill. So what, what do you mean by that? How is it a skill? In general, anyone can improve, like, uh, how to speak English and uh, how to uh, control bicycles uh, and so on. This is also a skill. Sleep also can be improved. For example, uh, people suffering from wake up, uh, uh, there are uh, some skills to wake up uh, very easily. I've never quite thought about it this way. So is sleep really like a a collection of different skills? Is there like a... For example, falling asleep quickly or getting deep sleep or waking Uh, up fully. Are these things that you can train yourself to do? 
Yeah, of course. There are many kind of skills for to sleep and having a good quality sleep and easy to wake up and so on. Yeah. Okay. You know, we don't really talk about sleep much in terms of our health. We talk a lot about diet. And if you go to a bookstore, you'll find lots and lots of books on exercise and lots and lots of books on diet. But we don't really talk much about sleep.、Mm. Why do you think that is? Also, almost all people are focusing on the、uh, time that we are active. But sleep is a very important thing in terms of consolidate our memory and,、uh, and eliminate our needless memory. So, do you think it's just because we're not awake and not conscious, we don't? Think about it, whereas like diet and exercise, it's something we consciously do and get feedback. Is Maybe in the sleep time, all people do n t have consciousness, so they cannot understand the importance. It almost doesn't feel like something we actually do,、mm. right? It's something, it feels like almost something that sort of happens to us. <laughs> you know, actually, though, when people do talk about sleep, Uh, and I think this is true both in Japan and in the US. There's almost kind of this, this macho culture where, where people kind of brag about how little sleep they're getting.、Mm-hmm. Every day at the office, I hear someone saying, Oh, yeah, I only got five hours of sleep last night.、Mm-hmm. And, oh, yeah, this week has been. So it's, it's almost like we're trying to train ourselves not to sleep. Yeah, I, I understand the, the situation、yeah. uh, well. In the company field, many managers and leaders don't、uh, take care of employees' sleep、mm-hmm. uh, because uh, sleep seems like、uh, s- s p e n d time,、uh, not active. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, it seems like almost like it's being lazy.、Mm, yeah, yeah, lazy, lazy, yeah. So, how do you get companies? Interested in helping their employees improve sleep、uh, when there's this culture of now we don't need sleep. In the neurospace business,、uh, we promote importance、uh, of sleep in terms of productivity, concentration level. These、uh, conditions always depend on sleep conditions. But I mean, it's, it's definitely true. Having too little sleep, being sleep deprived, is a lot like being drunk、mm-hmm. in terms of reaction time、yeah. and judgment. Yeah. So the scientific data is really clear, but is the data strong enough to counteract this business culture? Yeah, yeah, yeah. In my opinion, this problem depends on the、uh, culture, especially、uh, Japan and、uh, Korea have such kind of culture.、Hmm. Yeah, it, it seems like there would be a real kind of honne and tatemai problem. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely, yeah. Thinking about it, most of the, the books and the blogs that focus on sleep、mm-hmm. seem to be telling people how to like, train themselves to get less sleep. Ah,、uh, yeah, yeah. I... So, so there's a lot of things like, okay, you don't really need eight hours, you can, get, you can train your body for six or four hours. Is that. Possible and is that even healthy? No, it's a very, the answer is impossible. Okay. <laughs> yeah, it's impossible. The reason why、uh, these k i n d of books is popular is business. 
almost all, all people want to make their sleep little. Simultaneously, they believe that uh, that is good things. Yeah, this is a, a fundamental problem. Right, right. So how do you how do you overcome that? We provide questionnaire for employee which detect 10 types of sleep problem. After that, we analyzing the answer and we provide the company sleep problem, problem tendency. So, so what are you asking? Are you asking employees like how much sleep they get a night or how well they sleep? Yeah, ideal sleep duration and uh, real uh, sleep duration. And uh, how many times uh, do you have the difficulty to wake up for, for a week? Okay, so, so once you collect that data and once you have a profile of how well different employees are sleeping and how much, what do you do to improve the situation? Okay, uh, we're providing as a seminar. I teach the uh, skill to overcome such kind of sleep problem, you know, difficulty to wake up and uh, go to sleep and uh, wake up during a sleep what kind of things do you teach? So, for example, if someone's having trouble falling asleep, how do you train them or how do you teach them to train themselves to fall asleep faster? Now, for example, the people who suffer from difficulty to fall asleep, we give advices that having sunlight, especially in, uh, morning, in the morning, makes people sleepy in the midnight, in nighttime. So if someone gets exposed to sunlight early in the morning, by the time evening comes, they'll be ready yeah, for sleep. Exactly, yeah. Okay. So I guess a lot of your techniques are just training the body to get into this kind of a rhythm? Yeah, yeah. So people suffering from to fall asleep have a rhythm problem. And what sort of results have you gotten? It depends on company. Especially a regular worker wake up in the morning and uh, go to bed at night, uh, improve by uh, utilizing this solution. But on the other hand, uh, especially like a restaurant chain. So someone working at night yeah, and sleeping exactly. in the day. Yeah. Uh-huh. These kind of employee solving level is low. Uh-huh. Yeah, I, I imagine it must be very difficult for anyone to train their body to, to kind of sleep when it's light and wake up when it's dark. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of sleep trackers yeah. uh, and like right, right, like the the um, the eye watch and things you wear on your wrist or things you put on your pillow. Are those useful? Are those helpful? Yes, this kind of device is useful just only uh, for making uh, attitudes to watch our uh, behavior objectively. So, uh, but, but problem is accuracy level. Okay, so they're useful because they make us think about sleep and maybe take action, but the data is not very good. Yeah, exactly. So this kind of uh, device can uh, detect sleep duration, but the difficulty to tell the sleep stage level, like a REM sleep or non-REM sleep, especially in the non-REM sleep, stage one to three, this kind of uh, accuracy is very difficult for this device. So the Neurospace developed a new device to detect such kind of data uh, very accurately. 
So, so how is this device different from the usual sleep trackers and fitness trackers? Most important things is algorithm which evaluates uh, sleep quality and quantities. And uh, our devices use three type of data, heart rate, breathing rate, and the body movement. So what sort of sensors do you use? Is the device, is it, uh, is the device simply a wrist wearable or? Okay, our device is used under the mattress. So uh, we don't have to uh, put such kind of device uh, on our body. Really, and you can sense breathing and yeah. heart rate through the mattress. Yeah, exactly. So this is a, 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 like a core technology. Wow. I could see why that would be so important because I actually have tried to use a sleep tracker mm-hmm. and I had trouble sleeping with the, the tracker on my wrist. Yeah. But if it was just underneath the mattress, then nobody notices. Yeah, user interface uh, is perfect. Huh. So is that something you're planning on selling to consumers or is it more of a research tool? In the first phase, we're planning to provide this device and a solution to employee and in the business field to overcome sleep problem. But for scaling, is a B2B2C. The company in the middle, B, uh, like uh, KDDI, so KDDI and uh, Neurospace planning to develop very special bet included sensor. Using this mattress, consumer can sense sleep condition automatically and unconsciously every day. In the collaboration, the solution is controlling electronics like air conditioner and uh, light. For example, in the limb sleep, our brain is uh, working, but uh, our body doesn't move. So uh, especially in the summertime, the heat condition uh, between our body and the bed will become uh, worse. So heat condition disrupts disrupt our good, good sleep quality. I can see why KDDI, which is a, a telecom and data company, yeah, yeah. would be very interested in neurospace. But it would seem like a better partner for you would be either a, a furniture and, and bedding manufacturer or a, a, a sporting goods or uh-huh. sports clubs or someone mm-hmm. with that kind of consumer connection. So uh, I have to uh, explain another uh, bed maker. In this collaboration, the Neurospace and the KDDI and the one traditional bed maker uh, in, in this depend on the real-time sleep data. Uh, Neurospace engine controls the electronics for good sleep. What do you do in the situation where you have like husband and wife in the same, uh, same bed? A very good, good question. <laughs> yeah, it, it's a little difficult. So the, in the first phase, our target is single person. Yeah. Okay, <laughs> right. It's because you have lights coming on and off. Um, all right. Let's see, you're also working with All Nippon Airways on a project to reduce the effect of jet lag. Yeah. Neurospace have a sleep skill to overcome a jet lag. ANA Holdings uh, have a hundred of thousand of potential customers uh, in need of solving a jet lag. Basically, a Neurospace is in charge of developing a smartphone application which provides consumer uh, to overcome the jet lag. Yeah. I think that's a great problem to be solving because yeah. uh, it's usually solved with 
drugs or, or alcohol. Yeah. <laughs> like a metal, melatonin. Right, right. Yeah. But you mentioned before that your techniques were mainly focused on helping people get into that, that rhythm, yeah. Yeah. that daily cycle. So are those the same techniques you're using to help people get over jet lag, or are you developing new methods? Basic point and essence is the same. Our solution have uh, five categories, like uh, light conditioning and uh, eating, eating timing, sleeping timing, nap, and uh, regular sleep, regular sleep, and uh, exercise. How have the, the results been so far? Next phase in this test, ANA's member also participate this trial experiment. It's on schedule for the full launch in the spring. Yeah, yeah. Excellent. Now, Neurospace is not a brand new startup. You, you started this back in 2013, right? Yeah, uh, 2013, yeah, 13. And before you mentioned that you had kind of a personal motivation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, when I was young, I had suffered from sleep problem. Things like I was very sleepy during classes in the high school and the junior high school. The reason uh, why uh, my parents tell me just study uh, hard uh, without s- uh, sufficient sleep duration. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's very common in Japan. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and after I entered company, the company forced uh, me not to have sufficient sleep time. Right. Also a very common injury. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a very uh, particular uh, Japanese culture. Yeah. yeah. In this situation, I suffer from uh, mental depression, uh, the very negative uh, thinking. And I decided to quit. When you decided to leave the company, did you know you wanted to start a startup? Did you know you wanted to work with sleep? Or did you just want to get out of that company? Yeah, it's a very good question. Uh, I had to work totally two company uh, as an employed person. But I noticed that as an employed person, I cannot achieve my best performance. So yeah, I decided to start myself. So at that point, was it just you wanted to create a company that had a more reasonable work-life balance, or you wanted to create a company to solve this problem with sleep? In the first three years, very serious situation. I worked a part-time job to survive. My parents also support me sometimes. So how long did you bootstrap the company before you got outside investment? Two years. Two years? Yes. Uh, in, in 2015, uh, first investor helped me. So two years of bootstrapping and so far three years of financed yeah. startup. Yeah. You know, though, it's, it's, sleep is so important, but it seems to be so difficult to make a business model around it. Yeah, right. I mean, it's really easy to make a startup focusing on exercise. Mm-hmm, yeah. Or on food. I mean, really easy on food. Yeah. But sleep is something that, that, I don't know, no one seems to have been able to build a solid business around it yet. Yeah, exactly. You guys are doing a lot of things to improve sleep. You're doing training programs. Um, you're building better hardware sleep trackers and, and partnering with IoT initiatives. 
do you feel like you've really found that, that product market fit yet? Or do you feel like you're still experimenting and, and still searching? I believe that our business model is best to overcome, uh, solve a sleep problem in the world. Yeah, as you said, almost all startup company and uh, uh, big company tried this market, but they failed. But uh, our core technology is uh, evaluating sleep quality and duration uh, very accurately. Solution, how to solve sleep problem. And uh, our main business category uh, is B2B2C. In the B2B2C, the B in the middle hold many uh, potential customers. So do you think the better strategy and the more attractive customers are going to be technology companies like KDDI or special needs companies like ANA Airlines? Or do you think it's going to be more effective to target large companies who want to improve productivity? Yes, I, I think that this target is very good. Our target have two types, employee and uh, consumer. The B in the middle holds uh, many consumer. The employee in the company aim to better productivity. Mm-hmm. They focus on sleep skill improvement. I, that's an, it's an interesting approach. I mean, you're fighting against a lot of corporate culture around the world who's saying, now we don't need sleep, we just need to work harder. But I can imagine if you show them hard data, Mm -hmm. you know, both from universities and actual results, you could get a lot of interest. But what kind of companies and what sort of industries are most interested improving their employees' sleep patterns? Currently, our client, which focuses on this area, is uh, like a information technology company. So like uh, uh, software companies or systems integrators? Yeah, Uh, include system engineer. That makes sense because those are high paying positions and lack of sleep can have a very direct Mm. effect on quality. Yeah. Interesting. How much sleep do you get every night? Yeah, I, I, ideal time uh, is eight oh. hours. Yeah, in, in the holiday, I have uh, eight hours. What, what about like weeknights? Uh, uh, between six to seven. Oh, okay. Hours, yeah. Is that enough? Uh, no, no. In that situation, uh, in that situation, I uh, always take a power nap. Okay, but it's sort of like you're doing it too. It's the yeah. same cultural problem. Okay. <laughs> so you recommend napping? Yeah, of okay. course, of course. Um, let's talk about uh, Japan in general and startups here. Okay. So. One of the things I noticed is that Neurospace has had a lot of support from NIDO and, and government agencies with uh, grants. Yeah. Has that been useful? Because I know applying for government grants can be time-consuming and complicated. But is that something you would advise other startup founders to do? Grant from uh, government is very helpful. This year, our project with ANA is received the granted NEDO project. 
A few years ago, almost all startup companies focus on just only developing a smartphone application, fintech, and a game. But I think that、uh, such kind of smartphone application developer startup suffering from、uh, scaling. So currently, real tech field、uh, start- startup company increased、uh, re- recently. And this core technology and patent is very useful. So, most people applying for the grants are applying to get the, the money. Yeah, yeah. But do being part of these programs help you with sales or partnerships or credibility? Yeah, and、uh, developing like、uh, IoT devices and、uh, software. Yeah, software. Yeah. Okay. Well, listen, Taka, before we wrap up, I want to ask you what I call my magic wand question. And that is, if I gave you a magic wand and I told you you could change one thing about Japan, anything at all, the education system, the legal system, the way people think about risk, anything at all to make it better for startups and innovation in Japan,、mm-hmm. what would you change? Okay. I think the most important thing for running a company well is human. Okay. Yeah, human resource. Sure, the people. The people, people, yeah. Previously, you asked the startup company、uh, the situation. The failed startup company suffer from、uh, people. Some people quit. So I think that the、uh, people in the company is a treasure and the most important things. So, you would change the culture to make companies appreciate their staff more? Yes, especially、uh, people who have correct ethic. Well, I think all companies say that they want employees that are enthusiastic and that have vision and can make changes on their own. They say that. But most companies don't have those employees. Why do you think that is? What should companies be doing to build that? I think that、uh, before hiring, we need to estimate the person correctly.、Oh. Yeah. But after b e c o m e an employee, we need to change them to our field. So, like the point to change, the, the one thing you would like to change, do you mean that? The companies should care more about the people as like individual skills and individual talents、yeah. rather than trying to just change the people to fit the company culture. Yeah, yeah, yeah.、Oh, okay. So, characteristics is the、uh, most important uh, uh, rather than skill. That is interesting.、Yeah. I, I, I do think that, yeah, Japan traditionally it's very top down、mm-hmm. where this is our mission, these are our values.、Yeah. And we need to change everybody to fit that mold.、Mm-hmm. And I think startup culture everywhere, with Japan too, obviously, is, is more of what unique skills do these people have? Mm-hmm. Many people who have certain skills, like、uh, system engineering, it, it, it's easily come if we uh, provide uh, much money. Mm. Mm-hmm. But individual characteristic is very difficult to change. Sure. Yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. I think recognizing that is the only way to build a real team.、Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
it's not just a collection of skills, it's a collection of individuals. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do you think that's changing? I, I think that's changing with startups for sure. It's a very good question. In my opinion, the attitude in Japan is not changing. No. Even though technology is evolved, humor doesn't. True. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Especially in Japan, uh, it's very correct. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So we have to, as small startups and as people trying to sell goods into the market, we have to adopt ourselves yeah. and our own plans to the teams that we can build. Yeah, some startup company CEO, his goal is uh, fundraising. So fundraising success seems great. Uh, oh, yay. <laughs> yeah. But it's not fundamentally important things. The most important thing is human and culture. I, th- I think so, too. And I, I think that is changing at startups. At, at large companies, it doesn't seem to change. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay, listen, Taka, thanks so much for sitting down with me. I really appreciate yeah. it. <laughs> Thank you so much. <laughs> and we're back. So how deeply is this biased against sleep ingrained in our culture? Even Taka, a man who is building his company and his reputation around the need for enough sleep, even Taka, when I asked him if he got enough sleep, he hedged and said no. And I don't blame him one bit. In the business world, getting enough sleep is almost an act of defiance, and admitting it would be seen as admitting to laziness. But you know, I don't think that's the big reason that sleep-related startups have such a hard time finding product market fit. I think it gets back to what Taka mentioned about sleep being seen as a passive activity, as, as something that happens to us rather than something we do. What's more... It's something we do alone, and in a way that cannot signal status to others. And that makes sleep very hard to monetize. There are fortunes being made in diet and exercise and even mindfulness, but sleep has, so far, been very resistant to commercialization. That doesn't mean it's not important. The vast majority of money spent on diet and exercise programs is completely wasted. But that's the world we live in. Problems that can't be monetized usually don't get solved. And I'm not saying that's good. It's not. But that's the reality we live in. So, will Neurospace break the mold and become a successful sleep startup that actually makes a difference? Maybe. I mean, I hope so. And they seem to be making some real progress. But it also seems like they're still struggling to find real product market fit. What Taka calls the B2B2C model is often called channel sales or reseller strategies. And both can be very effective for scaling. But it's often very hard to get your first customers when you interact with your prospects via third parties. Still, though, Neurospace has made it farther than most sleep startups, and it seems that they are just getting started. 
our chronic lack of sleep is a species-wide problem that really, really needs to get fixed. And Neurospace might be just the team to do it. If you'd like to talk more about sweet, sweet sleep, Taka and I would love to talk with you. So come by disruptingjapan.com slash show 134 and let us know what you think. And hey, be sure to follow us on Twitter and Facebook and even check out our LinkedIn group. If you ask a question there, I guarantee you you'll get a response. But most of all, thanks for listening. And thank you for letting people interested in Japanese startups know about the show. I'm Tim Romero, and thanks for listening to Disrupting Japan.